Welcome to our first podcast, Business Made Simple. I'm your host, Tim Mansour, and my co-host and beautiful wife, Crystal Mansour. Thank you for joining us today for our first podcast on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio. Let's talk about the goals that we want to achieve. Number one is we want to help you reach your dreams, whatever they may be, large, small, whatever it is in business, we want to help you. We want to be that mentor that you might you might have a mentor already, you might want another mentor. We want to be on your team to make this happen. That's number one. Number two, and something that's very important, we never want you to have to say, I wish I would have. In today's world, there's a lot of people out there, and I might be talking to some of you now, that you sit there and you think, gosh, I wish I would have done that, or I wish I would have done that. Guys, we live in the best country in the world, the United States of America. You can do whatever you want to do if you really want to do it. Now, of course, there's a lot of books out there that's going to tell you the 10 steps to be successful or the 10 steps to make the greatest business that you can make. And that's fine. I think it's great that you look at them, read them. If that's what you want to do, that's great. The thing is, there's a lot of different personalities out there. I mean, there's drivers, analyticals, amiables, expressive. So there's all different types of people. The thing is, we all are going to look at it in a different way. And it's not a right or wrong. It's just that's that's what it's all about. I'm just not sure that you can set it up and say, this is for everybody. We're going to make this happen for everybody. I know that as I was coming up, what I knew to make a successful business very simple. You live and you breathe, you breathe it. And also, you have to understand there will be things that happen in that business that's not good. And you'll just have to figure out what is the best thing I can do to make it happen. I always say do whatever it takes to get the job done as long as it's morally right. What we want to do is help you answer your questions. You can, uh, Crystal will give you some information and she'll tell you how to be in touch with us. We'll either answer them on a podcast or we'll email you back. We want to help you, and it costs you zero, mainly just listening to the podcast. That's what the, our, our goal is to make it happen for you. And, again, never say, I wish I would have. We're excited to share our journey because we feel like we have a lot of experience. We feel like we have a lot of great information to be able to motivate you to make it happen. That is to bring your dream to reality. Uh, we want to offer you tools, advice. We want to offer you so much more in each of these podcasts. But a little bit more about us is that we live here in the Atlanta, Georgia area. We've been in business for 30 years. Uh, we have owned and operated several businesses over the years. We built our first business from zero and from the ground up. Tim is so good at that. Uh, we have bought businesses. We've sold businesses. We've even written a book and we now flip homes together. So we want to hear from you. We want you to be a part of our show. Please visit our website at www.mansour, that's M-A-N-S-O-U-R, international.com, and send us your business question. As Crystal said, we've had a lot of different businesses over the last 30 years. Huh? Up to 10 or 12 or whatever it may be. And we've had as small as two employees and what we and we're going to take that away as employees. We call them team members, and we'll talk more about why we do that. And we've had as many as 300 uh, team members. 
Uh, I have made some great decisions, and I have made some horrible decisions. And that's the way it is in business. I wish we could say, oh, we're going to run this business, and everything's going to be great, and, and, and everything we're going to make a lot of money. And that's great to think that. But let me tell you, every business out there, and a lot of you that are listening to me now understand, there will be problems that come up. And to me, it's just very simple. How do you handle the problems? You can either look at them a positive way or a negative way. And it's so hard to look at it, to me, in a negative way. I mean, God put us on this earth to make things happen. It's not going to be a party, but it's just how you handle the situation. And, and, and the thing is, if you ever start feeling negative and you f- feel sorry for yourself, all I say is take a visit to a, a children's hospital or somewhere where these children, some of them don't ever talk or walk or whatever it may be, and you'll find out how lucky you really are. Uh, another thing, too, about business, people sometimes – They feel, okay, I'm a driver, so I think people ought to think like me. I want to tell you that the worst thing you can do in business is have the same exact people around you all the time. I am a driver, and I had some of the best people that worked with me, some of our team members, one of them being my brother Joseph. Joseph is very analytical. So just to give you an example, sometimes when we were in the fitness industry at this time, we need equipment. Well, Tim, being a driver, I'll make a decision in a hurry, and a lot of times that decision will be wrong. The great thing about Joseph and Crystal both being analytical, they can come to me and say, hey, here's what we're looking at. Here's the equipment that we need. Here's three different types. Here's the price. And that helps me because then I can make the decision from there. So a lot of times we forget the, the people around you is that's what makes you successful. It's not that one person. I'm mainly a cheerleader. I bring the right people around, and I feel that's a, a big reason why we have been successful. Well, growing the business over 30 years, Tim, is there has been so many milestones for you, for us, the company, for the people that have uh, worked with us throughout the years. We don't like to say they work for us. They work with us because that's why they're considered a team member is because they're part of the team. It was one big family. There were so many things to recognize over the years. We had some of the most amazing members throughout the years that we st- actually still see and talk to today. So it was just so much to be proud and humbled by. But for you yourself, um, I'm, I'm so proud of you. And I'm, it just it, it's so exciting to be able to talk about kind of the business and, and the times in that business. But, you know, we voted Best of Gwinnett and Best of Rockdale, uh, which were great awards for community-wise to be to have. But for you yourself, uh, your accolades and your awards speak for themselves. Um, in 1996, you won the SBA, which is the Small Business Administration. You won Businessman of the Year for Gwinnett County. And in 1997, you won the SBA Small Businessman of the Year for the state of Georgia. Talk more about that and what it meant to you. Well, first of all, I want to say how proud I was that we won that. Um, there's been never a fitness center that's ever won either one. And Gwinnett's a large county, so we're very proud of that. To win Georgia was almost unbelievable, and they sent us to uh, Washington, D.C. It was a unbelievable experience. The thing is, it really should have been, instead of small businessman of the year, it should have been small team members of the year these the reason that i won that it was not because tim mansour did something special it was because we had a team that was unbelievable and what i want to say about that is to me there's a difference in team members and employees if you have an employee that person comes in and works with you you pay them and they're gone if you have a team member they're invested in your company and if you treat them the way that you should and let them know how important it is, that's what makes a difference. 
a lot of people that worked with me were team members, and they loved the company probably more than I did, and they helped make this happen. So I do have to say that we're very proud of this award, but it should go to the the member, the team members that were with us because they really made it happen. Well, you know, as we grew, uh, grew to over 300 employ, uh, team members at one time, um, there was so many people on that team that, you know, was recognized and was just such a big part of just the success and the day-to-day operations that, you know, behind the scenes. And with that said, your brother, Joseph Mansour, was just a huge part of the leadership team. I know your sister, Abby, was part of that team. Talk a little bit about what it meant to you to work with family. Yeah, and we're going to talk about this in another podcast coming up where it will be uh, talking about myths and also talking about, and myth to me is working with family or friends. So many people say you cannot do that, and I just don't believe it. I worked with all so much of my family and friends that I still talk to today and spend a lot of time with. Um, probably one of the most things that I'm proud of is my mother and father actually came to work with me. Uh, my, my father was an insurance salesman for all his life and my mother worked at the uh, Kroger's and they were brought up in their time they were brought up where you work for a company for 30 years and then you um, that's when you retire and, and things like that and that's the way a lot of people thought um, they came to work with me and they moved from Rome Georgia to uh, Gwinnett County and worked with me 10 years and they did so much for me everybody kept saying gosh that's so nice of you to have your parents to come work with you well in the long run they really did more for me daddy was almost like a mayor of fitness international he would walk around talk to thousands of members they all knew him loved him he, I remember a couple of times he went to the hospital to see some of them he was perfect because he was aimable he loved doing that my mother answered the phone at the corporate office very respectful she she they were just great um, my sister she did all of our logos and also she did a lot of our advertising she's one of the most talented ladies that I know. So she gave her all. So in a way, I was very lucky to have my family work with me, not for me, but they worked with me and really made a big difference. Now, one of my brothers, uh, Michael, which is a uh, chief of police in in the Atlanta area, he he did not work with us, but he is one of those people we're talking about different businesses. He started a part-time business in the um, business of doing the um, storage, bins. storage bins right sorry about that the storage bins and he goes in buys them with a partner and then he breaks them out and he'll sell something it might be five dollars and it might be a hundred and five dollars he loves it number one he works it hard and he does very well in it so as we talk about this we are not talking about just going in and starting this giant business or having hundreds of team members you can have one person working with you you can have two you can have a part-time business you can have a full-time business you might be selling your business. You might be looking at a franchise business. We are here to support you. That's what it's all about. Our goal is to support you and give you that mentor that maybe we didn't have, and we'll talk more about that also. Well, you know, Tim, you know, we talk about having a support system when you start something and following your dream and trying to make things become a reality. We talk about your support system, which was a lot of your family, and a lot of your family worked right there with you and with us. Um, there is a fantastic story that we always kind of reminisce about and we talk about when you first got started um, about telling your parents what your dream was. And that's important because there'll be a lot of people in your life. You'll have a dream and you go to the some person maybe that you love or a family member or a friend and you tell them that story 
and they just don't understand it. And you get upset at them, but really you shouldn't do that. I remember going to my mother and father, and this is just unbelievable. I was 23. This tells you how naive I was. I was going to try to borrow a million dollars, move out of Rome, Georgia, to Gwinnett County, build a fitness center, which you know how that goes, and one out of ten make it after the first year. And I was going to try to borrow that million dollars. And I went to them, and I said, Mom and Daddy, I want to talk to you about something. Again, remember the way they were brought up. And I said, I want to borrow $1 million, I want to move to Gwinnett County, and I want to build a fitness center, and I'm ready to do it. They looked at me like I was, I I don't know if they were thinking we need to have him admitted somewhere, (laughs) if something's wrong with him, whatever, but they looked at me like a deer in headlights. Now, they loved me as much as anybody else, and you're going to have situations like this, but they could not understand that dream that I had inside. Now, I didn't have a mentor to go to and talk to, so I probably made a lot of mistakes that I didn't have to make. And that's why we want to be there for you. We want to bounce off any questions you have. And again, I don't care what type of business. I don't care how big, how small. You get in touch with us. And again, Crystal will give you more information about that. We will help you make your dreams come true. And there's there's no better country in the world that you can do it than where we're living now. Well, our journey this far, Tim, has definitely been an incredible ride. We have learned so much along the ways it's 30 years worth of business and the day-to-day operations kind of you know just the the information and the the lessons learned and the journey is just is so big so we want to share that um but let's talk a little bit more about what this podcast and some is about and the topics that we will be um offering for our listeners and our audience right the next podcast we'll be having, we'll be talking a lot about finance because no matter how big of dreams that you might have, you've got to have financing. And it might not be from the regular bank or it might not be from even a secondary bank, but there's different ways to get financing. I have to say that I did start with zero. And, it, and when I say zero, I'm talking about zero. There's ways to do it, and we'll talk about that. So a lot of people, it's so funny, they'll say, you know, you have to have money to make money. That is such That is just not true. Because think about it for a second. If you had to have money to make money or to start a business, that tells me that everybody in business today has money. It didn't work like that, I promise you. So we will talk a lot about that. And also we'll talk more about the mess of business too. So we'll go through all that and we'll spend time with it. We'll again answer your questions. We'll do whatever it takes to make it happen if you really want it to happen. Well, a valuable part of this podcast is that we want to help others and be a mentor. I know you had mentioned that earlier, but um, something to talk about would be, you know, how you got started. Who was your mentor? Well, and that's, again, I I did not have a mentor, um, and it might have been good that I didn't. And the reason I'm saying that, I think I was so naive that if I would have had a mentor, they would have probably told me I was crazy. And I think I was so naive, I just kept pushing give you a little bit of story is that when I did start, I got turned down by around 44 banks. Now, not all, all of them were not the same banks. I went into some of the banks two or three times. To be honest, I couldn't remember what bank I went in at what time. But I do remember this. I went one time to Atlanta because I went from banks from Rome, Georgia, to Atlanta, to Marietta, to um, Gwinnett County, to Stone Mountain, I mean, just everywhere. And I would walk in the bank, tell them what I was going to do five or six minutes later, they either would laugh at me and tell me, son, are you crazy? When I started to leave, the only thing I remember doing is look at them saying, why 
did you not give me this loan? What is it that I need to do? And they would say, well, you don't have a business plan or you don't have, you know, this or that. Whatever they said, I would change it and go back to the next bank. Well, after about eight or nine months of this, I mean, and I would get turned down two or three banks at a time because usually it wouldn't take but about five minutes. I walked into a <laughs> bank in Atlanta. Never forget this. A guy in a gray suit, he had gray hair, tall, thin guy. When I walked in the front door, he said, Tim Mansour, come here. Come here, son. I want to talk to you. I was so excited. I thought, this is it. This, this guy is, is going to give it. me that million dollars that I needed. I walked in, followed him into his office. I'll never forget. I looked to the side and it said president. I said, that's it. <laughs> he knows who I am and this is going to happen right now. He said, son, close the door. And he didn't look real happy. And he said, sit down. I want to tell you something. He said, Tim, Tim, I don't know if you know that as bankers, we meet quarterly, sometimes even monthly, and talk about what's going on in the banking world. And do you know what we laugh about most of the time and make jokes about? It's about you. Everybody from the banking industry that even comes to these knows they know who Tim Mansour is. And pretty much we laugh about it. Son, I'm trying to help you not embarrass yourself anymore. And I mean, I looked at him like I didn't know what he was talking about. I thought, well, why, why are you saying that? He said, son, there is not a bank in this world that's going to give you money. The only way you're going to get money is if you go to the SBA. And I thought, well, man, this is great. You know, and I hated to ask him, but... I didn't know what the SBA was, so I said, sir, I hate to ask you this, but what is the SBA? And he kind of giggled, and he said, that's the Small Business Administration. That's the only chance you have. Here's the lady's name, and I'll never forget the lady. It was Miss Kitchens. He said, you call her and do me a favor, son. Never walk back into these regular banks because these people are just laughing at you. I walked out of that bank so excited and thinking he has finally given me that little step to go get this money. And about seven to eight months later, we did finally pull it off. And again, like I said, I didn't have someone to talk to and say, tell me what I need to do. And that's why we're here for you. Well, being a part of um, your personality and being a driver and, and kind of just, you were just so passionate and you were just looking straight ahead. You were that horse with blinders on. I mean, you knew where you wanted to go. You knew where, you know, you wanted to, to be and kind of, you know, maybe not sure what the journey was, but of course, business, there's always obstacles. Staying focused um, is, is super hard sometimes because it isn't easy. Um, you have your, your good times and your bad times and your ups and your downs. But, you know, now when you think about our success, your success, the company's success. Um, what does that mean to you, success? Well, let me say this. Number one is I love to be successful like anyone else. But I, I do have a, you know, people say, Tim, what made you successful? They think, well, I'm going to say, well, I had a, a great education and I'm the smartest person and I know this and I know that. And all that sounds good, but it's not true. Really, what I feel why I've been successful is I've put the right people in place. And I'm going to give you an example. Uh about maybe 15 years ago, I bought a tennis center, not knowing a lot about tennis. I could play it, but I didn't even understand what an academy was and what these when they put on these little tournaments. I didn't understand any of that. And I remember thinking, I've got to find a person to help me. And I went to what I call the guru of tennis, somebody that's been in, been it forever, and he's a good friend of mine. His name is Aubrey Jackson. And I went to Aubrey, and I said, Aubrey, what do I need to pay you to spend three hours talking to me about tennis I mean I'm about to buy this tennis center and I really don't know that much about it and he looked at me and said Tim I'm really thinking about getting out of the business and at that time I talked him into coming to work with us he knows more about tennis than I'll ever know 
and he helped me for 11 years. We were successful, and we had a great tennis facility. We were so excited, but he made it happen for me. It wasn't Tim Mansour, and I've done that in a couple times. I've done it also with an equipment store where I went into the equipment business. I knew about equipment, but I didn't know who to sell it to, and especially when you get into corporations. So I ended up going to the guy that I had bought mine from, and he was a manager of a place in Marietta, Donnie Florin. And Donnie came to work with us and made it very successful. So what I'm telling you is sometimes that you might think you need to be the smartest person in the world and you need to make all the decisions. That is not true. What you need to do is put a team around you. And if you ever find out you're the smartest person in the room, you need to get another team because that's not how it works. There were more people around me that were a lot smarter, but they knew they knew what I needed to know instead of making those 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 wrong decisions. And that's again why we're trying to help you say, call us, talk to us, tell us what you need. We will be there to help you. Well, you know, I know we talk about, you know, over the years when putting people in the right positions, you know, micromanaging people, sometimes that can be, you know, a negative start. Um, you know, delegating, you know, things is very easy for some people and it's not for others. And, you know, lots of times people feel that, you know, hey, I can do this myself. And by the time I, you know, talk to someone else or train someone else, you know, I just do it myself, you know, kind of talk about your delegating. Well, I think number one is, uh, of course, I didn't know what delegating was and I didn't realize I didn't. But uh, the thing is. I remember one time as I had built a club, I was going to build my second club. We were very successful after the first year, and I remember telling the guy that was my computer guy, I was an older guy, I said, Bob, I said, I'm going to build another club. And he looked me right in the eyes, and he said, he said, Tim, you will fail at that club. He said, you just don't know how to delegate. And, of course, thinking that I knew everything, I kind of looked at him like I really wanted to whatever. I'm like, this guy's crazy. He don't even know who Tim Mansour is. And I'm going to prove him wrong. Well, we did build another club, and my brother Joseph came to work with us. And I remember running back and forth from the clubs and going crazy, trying to help and micromanage, which I didn't even know what that was at the time, trying to watch this, watch that. And I remember one day leaving Joseph, and I was headed back, and I thought, why am I running crazy? He knows more as much about the clubs or more than I do. He works harder. Him and Crystal are the two hardest people I've ever seen that work and just love it. And at that time, I understood what it was to delegate. And now I do not micromanage. I put people in the right place, and that's what it's all about. Because if you want to build into a large corporation, you're going to have to learn to delegate. And I'm not saying this to be upsetting anyone. But when you hear somebody says, well, I would just do it myself because it will take longer for me to show somebody how to do it, that's an excuse. Because what's going to happen the next time or the time after that? People will do it if you put them to the task, put them in the right place. They can make it happen for you. And again, to be successful, and the reason that I have been successful is because of the people around me. Well, we want to hear from you. We invite you to visit our website at www.mansour, that's M-A-N-S-O-U-R, international.com send us your business questions make sure that you look at the contact page which is where you'll send us your question you can also from our website learn more about us you can follow our current um, adventures where we are flipping homes we absolutely love that and we love doing it together Uh, you also can read about a book that we wrote in 2017 it is about business it's about our journey Uh, the book title is it is not impossible building a business from zero. 
And let's say this. When you do start your business, I want you to understand there will be challenges. Don't think that everything's going to be perfect. It will not. It's just how you handle the problem. And a lot of people think people are are very successful and they just know how to do everything. You don't see behind the scenes. I have made some of the craziest decisions and kind of in a way hit them. Uh, to people outside, they don't have any, they have no idea. They think just like we'll be talking about these myths, everything Tim turns turns to gold. Well, I can promise you, it doesn't do that. So we will talk more about that also. I do feel there's two really types of people in business, and I I kind of made this up myself, but I feel there's a racehorse with blinders. That's one type of person. What I mean by that is the reason they put these blinders on horses is so that they go from one one place to another as quick as they can with no distractions, no distractions on the side, and you make it happen. It's kind of like a driver or someone like that. The next, to me, is a pinball-type person, a person that has so many great ideas. I mean, they just go, when that pinball goes off, lights up everywhere, and people are so excited and everything, but they never get to the end. Now, there's not a right or wrong either way. What's great is if you do have that pinball person and they have working with them a racehorse-type person to get to the end. And we did that a lot. I had some guys and and ladies that made some great little options, and all I would do is push them to that end. So there's not a right or wrong. Every business is different. Every person's different. So I can't give you the exact way to be successful, but I can tell you that if you put the right people around you, and number one, you treat them right like team members, and you do the things that you need to do, whatever it takes and how you handling it, and I think in a positive way is so much easier than a negative, you can and will be successful. Join us again on Wednesday, April the 22nd, 2020 at 10 a.m. for another episode of Business Made Simple. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. You can listen here on Business Radio X. Um, Thanks to the Subaru Studio here in Gwinnett. Uh, It's one of our favorite places to be. But uh, you also can listen on your favorite podcast in the upcoming uh, days and weeks. Those will also be on there. But we also are going to be titling our next episode is for its financing, the myths of business, starting with zero. Um, We want to thank you for tuning in to our first podcast here at Business Made Simple. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Please visit our website and don't forget to send us your business question. We want you to be a part of the show. Uh, We want to answer your questions. We want you to be able to get the answers that you need. Let us be your mentor. Get some advice. And like Tim said, it's free. We look forward to talking to you again on Business Made Simple podcast. And until then... Watch Watch what what you you wish wish for. for. It It might might come come true. true.